When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome into, I'm not going to say the final edition of the Garden Report, but it is a final edition of a Garden Report. At least as it pertains to this team playing actual games as the Celtics have fallen to the Miami Heat 125-113 in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat win the series 4-2. They're heading off to play LeBron James and the Lakers in the finals. Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, Jimmy Toscano. And this segment is presented by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6000. Mention the code BEAT. Visit carshield.com. Use the code BEAT for 10%. And, guys, let's get into the game. Um, A lot of what we're going to talk about is going to come down to the fourth quarter. This was a game the Heat played extremely well. Uh, They shot the ball really well. Uh, They built up a lead. The Celtics came back, took a six-point lead in the fourth quarter, and then – absolute shutdown mode and the heat just ran away with it and this isn't the first time this has happened to the celtics but uh i'd say sunday night this was probably the most shocking of all to watch the game go from competitive to over just like that yeah i think that's definitely the most shocking part of it It happened so quickly the celtics you know they came in with a huge third quarter which has always been the story of this the celtics team can they get it in the third quarter, they did it last game. They do it again. That carries into the fourth quarter. You get that lead, but then the Miami Heat offense counters back. And a lot of that had to do with what they did in transition. And Tyler Hero had a lot to do with that. Tyler Hero, I didn't expect him. I didn't expect much from Tyler uh, in game six after that huge explosion. I just didn't think he was that kind of volume score that he could, you know, give them another 20-plus point game. But he didn't have to in this one. You know, what he did in that fourth quarter was plenty. And, of course, Bam Adebayo crushed the Celtics yep. on both ends. And uh, the Celtics just never recovered from that fourth quarter. And when Tyler Hero started going in the fourth, you just saw the Celtics' body language that they just didn't have much left in uh, in them to fight. And then, then and that's when the three-point attempt started going on, started chucking away. And the Celtics just really saw this thing go away because they just couldn't, couldn't stop the Heat. The Heat just outplayed them offensively. And on defense, the Celtics just couldn't stop the bleeding in that fourth quarter. Yep. Mid- midway through the fourth, that was the critical period because Bam Adebayo, you feel good about Tice having four fouls midway through the fourth, and then he tags fifth, sixth, and that devastating run where he scores yeah, the and one. Yeah, and then gets him on the uh, you know rebound attempt there. So then all of a sudden, the two defining flaws of the Celtics come into play here. Uh, their inability to decide who their true backup center is. They leaned on Grant for a moment, and then they go to the best five lineup that wasn't the best five lineup all year because it only worked once all season. They didn't get time to practice together. We know all that, but the group was too small. They were too reliant on the three. Uh, They didn't have enough core facilitators to loop all five of those together. And in a devastating run, they they just fell further and further out of this game to where there was two, three minutes left in a game that was one, two possessions was a blowout. And, you know, that was the story of the season, that five-man lineup and the depth at center behind Tice. They didn't have either of those groups together. And Stevens was in an impossible spot in that moment, but it went so much worse than you would ever imagine. Yeah. Jimmy? Yeah. 
I think it. I think they were just as shocked as we were to watch the the lead uh, evaporate and the and the heat sort of take over where they were trying to get it back in in one shot. And you know we've seen that multiple times during this playoff run is that the Celtics fall in love with the three pointer and the three pointer doesn't fall in love with them. So what they end up doing is shooting themselves into a deficit. And this time it was their final undoing. I mean they they started the game the same way and they they started the last few games the same way where they fall in love with taking those three-pointers outside shots. They don't attack the rim. They don't get to the line. I think they only went to the line 15 times tonight. Yeah. And they took 44 three-pointers, something along those lines. Uh, I mean, that's just a, a crazy ratio. And, and, and that was that was their undoing. I think it was that lack of execution down the stretch as usual. A yep. lot, lot of cooks in the kitchen and no chef. I don't know, but the no cooks thing works for Miami. That's the thing. There wasn't a glue guy for Miami. Uh, but, it, they, but they had a guy step they up. They executed at, better. At, 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 yeah, exactly. They, and the Celtics didn't execute. They just they just go around saying, "Oh, I guess I'll be the guy this time down." Or yeah, the Miami's mindset was every single person's going to set up everybody else. Like Bam, Bam scored thirty points, but he was dishing it all game long, setting everybody else up. Butler right. was a killer tonight, but still brought that mentality of "I'm going to find here, I'm going to find Robinson when I need to." Like they were, they were like the old Celtics in a way. This team this year in Boston was more of an isolation, you know, individual attack, pick and roll team. Where the Heat were cutting uh, pace and space, all those different things. Just two different mindsets on the court in this series. There were, but again, I just, you know, it, it just seems, it just seems unfathomable what happened in that fourth quarter. You know, it's yeah. again, but we've said this how many times we overanalyzed. We've, we've, we've said this so many times. Yeah. I just Not think it comes down to the defense John, though. No, like, no, you're right, Jimmy. That's yeah. always been Brad's bread and butter, the defense. And that's what's been pushing these teams, those underachieving teams. And it just didn't work this time around because I think defensively they just were outmatched. I think Tyler Hero, you know, he's not like a Duncan Robinson, right? It wasn't like the kind of player who, who relies he on the group shot. Down, yeah. He can break you down all over the floor. It doesn't matter. You know, mid-range, attack the rim. And then what happens? Once you start doubling him up, it opens up other teammates. Andre Iguodala. If somebody told me that this was, he was going to drop five three pointers in this game, I would have been like, "Get out of here!" That's not I don't happening. want to hear his name again. I, I know, know that but that's what happened. That five three pointers from Andre Iguodala. Joe, that was wait, they, huge, man. they were under so much yeah. pressure that Iguodala, those kind of guys had open shots all series long, and the only reason the Celtics got back into the series at all is because Jay Crowder went on a eighteen percent three point shooting stretch on wide open yeah. shots. Uh, they just went so cold on their fifth option from three. Uh, so he, he still worked around it, though. I mean, you look at the difference there, too. The Celtics just kept going back to the three again and again and again in the most important moments. Jay Crowder with no three-point shot left still finds a way to you know score in this game and the last game on those cuts. Like, they, they had counterattacks to when things didn't go right for them. Look, I yeah, know, yeah, but again, a lot of good looks. We I love we do this all the time and we did it through Toronto series. John and, doesn't like analysis. <laughs> no, I do like analysis. It's just they were just knocking down the same threes that they missed all series long. They shot twenty percent last game and forty eight. They shot fourteen percent last game and forty eight percent this game from three. It's yeah. not as caught. Everything else makes sense when you're breaking down possession by possession and what could happen here. The Heat shot 55% from the game, and they drained all the threes that they missed last game. Okay? Their two best players don't shoot threes, though. Yeah. 
So they made their they made their threes, and it put the Celtics yeah, they, on their heels because they, they even when they even when they played had a good defensive series, the Heat were making their shots. They got all the rolls, they got all the bounces, they made all of their shots, and then also the Celtics had a bunch of breakdowns, and there was a lot of cutters, and there was just a lot of a lot of guys left open. They they, they you know they, they didn't play their best game, but again the Heat shot the freaking lights. Out and we're still down six in the fourth quarter, which is just amazing to me. Their shooters, yeah. their shooters came through for them. I mean, me and John are, are like the guys getting kicked out of the bar, but we're saying, but the Celtics were still more talented team as we're like getting kicked <laughs> out yeah. because that was. I've been saying that since Toronto. But they yeah, were. Toronto, we're not the only ones. Every national writer is writing about. Right. The Celtics have more talent. The Celtics have more talent. The Heat have to resort to tricks and gimmicks and zones and right. this and that to stay with them. But they shot. We said all series. The Celtics kept giving away games that they played better than the Heat in yeah. for the majority of the game. And they pissed away the series, giving away games one and two. And they were bound to run into the one night where Miami, who is a pretty good shooting team, shot well. And this happened tonight. And that yeah. was it. They never recovered from it. Yeah, you know, but you knew that was going to happen too. I mean, they've been shooting. They've been getting worse and worse night in and night out. And it's like whether it's game six or game seven, they're going to bounce back from the shooting from from uh, from the way they've been shooting. That's exactly what happened. I just thought the Celtics did a good job of weathering the storm. But again, I don't I don't think the Celtics with Tyler Hero when he caught fire in that fourth quarter, it was they were I just done though. I mean, they there were so many guys in foul trouble. There were guys that couldn't stay with him, and then it was just it just spelled a recipe for disaster. It really but did. But they weathered it into the fourth quarter. Into the fourth, into the yeah. Point lead. That's what I mean. Is like after that, what you basically have is what's happened to this team over and over again throughout the playoffs, which is complete breakdown in running anything that resembles a functional offense. Okay. When they have a lead and when they need to just keep playing, what they get to where they need to get to doing one thing, then they abandon it completely and they did it again. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I feel like the Celtics largely maximized their strengths throughout this because it was a great series for Tatum in the end. Brown, phenomenal. You know, Kemba, you could kind of debate whether you could have got a little more from him, probably. A but lot. At definitely, the, definitely at the, could. At the end of the day, the Celtics didn't minimize their weaknesses. Like they're running centers on and off the court because they don't trust them after Tice. Uh, Kemba got attacked to a large degree in this series for his defensive weaknesses. You didn't see Boston expose Miami's weaknesses the same way that Miami was able to expose Boston's. Like the Heat shirt up there is whether it was through the zone, uh, whether it was through pulling Kelly Olynyk out of the rotation. Like Spolstra did a better job of minimizing the weaknesses that they had. Even Crowder, like he, he went to hell and then he found other ways to score. Tonight's edition of The Garden Report is brought to you by CarShield. Computer systems and cars are the new normal, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors. But you can't fix any of these new features yourself. So when something breaks, it could cost a fortune. Now is not the time for expensive repairs. CarShield is America's number one auto protection company. It has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. The people at CarShield understand payment flexibility is an absolute must. Monthly plans can be customized to your needs with rates as low as $99 a month. 
No long-term contracts or commitments. CarShield gives you options others won't. You get to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, and CarShield takes care of the rest. They also offer complimentary 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. CarShield has helped over 1 million customers. So arrive with confidence knowing you've got coverage from America's number one auto protection company. For as low as $99 a month, you can protect yourself from surprises and save thousands for a covered repair. All you have to do is call 800-CAR-6000, mention the code BEAT, or visit carshield.com and use the code BEAT to save 10%. That's carshield.com, code BEAT. And guys, let's just put a bow on this game and this series. Um, frustrating because of the missed opportunity uh, that that was there in front of front of the Celtics. This was a team that they could have beaten. Not saying it was a collapse to not beat the Heat. The Heat were certainly a good team, but this was a clear path to the finals and they mucked it. And who knows what would have happened. And it's really disappointing that we don't get to see that, you know, them, 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 them have a shot at LeBron and the Lakers here. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Go. Okay. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, you never go yeah. first. I know. Well, you guys had so much dead air. I was like, okay, I guess. Well, I'm no, Sway <laughs> waits his turn too often, so I call on him first. But yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. I was just gonna. I mean, I, to be honest, I, I lost my train of thought. But Joe Sway, you go. You go. Hey, want me to talk? I'm always more than happy. <laughs> go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, you go. Lead off. Uh, what was the question again? I, oh, we're all wow. confused here. <laughs> We're choking like the Celtics in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, Missed opportunity, having a shot Bucks. here. Put a bow on it, yeah. And whether or not ultimately we view this as a disappointing end to the season, disappointing end of the season, even though when we've talked about this a bunch of the post game uh, shows, they did outkick their coverage here. We we moved the goalposts a lot on this team. The expectations prior to the season were not conference finals; they were maybe win a series and see what happens. And sure. then it feels like the expectations changed because of the play of Tatum and Brown and seeing all of them and how the, I, it was working in the wings and the switchable wings and the athleticism uh, and what a matchup nightmare they were. Uh, and now it feels like a disappointment uh, that they did. Yeah, you put, you put the context into three finals runs in four years. And the first, of course, they had no chance. The second, they had the 3-2 lead. And then here you have a favorable matchup. It, it's tough when you put that larger run of disappointments into, you know, context there uh, but for this year it was a mild disappointment because you do have to loop it back to the beginning uh, what the team seemed to have coming in versus what they built over the year felt like everybody on the roster got better exceeded expectations that they had for the most part uh, but you do get to this point you do see the shortfalls that they had, and you can imagine those continuing into coming seasons if they don't make some adjustments or if guys don't make strides within their game. So that's where it becomes disappointing because there were some big, big holes on the team in areas where they should have been much better when it comes to late games, when it comes to having a closing lineup, and when it comes to just mental fortitude. Like They, they had some extreme mental lapses this year. You can always tag that on a young team, uh, but... But not the coach. Yep, the coach and some veterans <laughs> here. You know, Kemba Walker is a veteran player, even if he doesn't have playoff experience. Hayward's a wash. That's tough. It feels like every Celtics team has had a major injury, and that happened again well, this year. When, and when, yeah. When you stack this up, Bobby, you mentioned the four teams. You know, 
the, uh, the funny part about it was the team with the greatest expectations was the only one that didn't reach the conference final. So again, every year that they've done so, it felt yeah. like a bit of an overachievement, which is why you can draw this moral victory. For some reason, this one just hurts more because of the path. Uh, exactly. You know, you, when you offer the proper context, you're like, wait, well, wait a minute. The Southern should be in the finals right now. Yeah. Like, let's think about it. Before the shutdown, if someone told you that the Milwaukee Bucks weren't going to be there for the Celtics to play and that the Celtics would, would, would top the, the Raptors in the best of seven series, what's the first question you're going to say then? Who the heck stopped them from getting to the NBA Finals? The Miami Heat yeah. did. And I'll tell you this much, even though Gordon Hayward wasn't 100%, it's still a disappointment that they were unable to beat this team in the best of seven series. Like, let's face it, Jason Tatum, whether it's his, his ascension, whether it's the fact that he's led this team, he's been the number one guy, or the fact that, you know, Jalen Brown has, has ascended throughout this whole bubble uh, experience. I mean, between those two guys alone, and then you add Kemba, this team is more than... Uh, talented enough to get to the NBA Finals. And a team like the Miami Heat, I give them credit. They were the better team. They outplayed the Celtics. You could make a strong case that Eric Spolcher outcoached Brad Stevens, but at the end no, of the day... No, you can't. You can't say you're that. You're still disappointed. You should. You're still <laughs> disappointed say that. because the Celtics should be in the Finals. And they, <laughs> they, they, they choked, you know? Uh, and, yeah. In some way, they did. Uh, whether it was not splitting those first two games or whether it was uh, not closing out game six. Feels like they choked. Yeah. Feels like they those choked. Those two games, those two instances, that, that was... Yeah, that has choke vibes for sure. Again, much like Toronto, it feels like um, uh, uh, there was a lot of self-inflicted stuff. You know, I feel like Toronto was making it harder on the Celtics. I felt like Toronto brought the worst out of the Celtics because of their style of play. They were. what do we keep saying to, throughout the, the last couple of games of that series against the Raptors, though, right? If the Celtics pass this team, this is as tough as it's going to get, right? right? And it felt it. That felt like a tougher series. Right. I just felt like they just kept mucking it here. I don't know. Well, just- what amazes me about Miami is that they went from being a five seed to a team that could – you know, take some games off, take some – last two games, they were just kind of flowing through play great. that. Yeah, yeah. like – but it's That's because so amazing. They didn't play great. They oh, they play zone. Big mm-hmm. deal, you know. Like oh my mm-hmm. goodness gracious. I think you know we're gonna see what happens in the finals. But I think you feel this way, John. Too, they're gonna surprise people again, and all of a sudden we're gonna look at them and say, "Wow, we we didn't give Miami enough credit for how good they were." Like this team is a monster, especially at the top, and the way they play together is pretty impressive. Like they started six and zero. In these playoffs, or seven and zero, going through Indiana and Milwaukee, two of the tougher teams in the East. Then they blow through Boston, who, if you look at it from their side, is like that's a tough matchup for us. Like they just stormed through the East in a way that no one could have imagined. Yeah, yeah, I'll be quick, but I mean, I, I think in the series, very disappointed. This was a series the Celtics could have won, and I think should have won those first two games. Execution down the stretch doomed them. You go down 0-2, it's so hard to come back, especially against a tough as Nails Heat team that just played together as a team. Celtics didn't. Um, I think in the grand scheme, you're excited about where this team got to this year and you're excited about where they can get to. They're all coming back. Um, they're young. They're getting, you know, they're getting more experienced. I think there's some growing pains that we're, that we're seeing um, and a little bit of an identity crisis down the stretch that hopefully they can work out. I yeah. think either one of these teams loses to the Lakers. I think LeBron's a man on a mission and he's going to, um, you know, win a title here and, and yeah, it, it might be the case, but it, it, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy it, sounds so sad. <laughs> it is, yeah, it I is. hear you because it's probably what's going to happen, man. LeBron's going to win another one. <laughs> we'll wrap. Look, we're going to wrap this up, but again, uh, it, it says something about this team, and it's something that has to be addressed. Um, and maybe it's just a maturity thing, but they, they when when they played their best, 
they were they would they won comfortably against good teams. They 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 were they blew out Toronto a couple of times. Okay, they won comfortably in the two wins that they had against against the heat against the heat here. Uh, they, but they could not close close games, and it was it, it is a problem during the playoffs during the regular season. They pissed away a lot of mm-hmm. double digit leads and big leads, um, yep. and many games that they still hung on to win. But this is right, like game five when they're up seven. I wasn't. I didn't feel yeah. comfortable. I felt confident. I'm like they, they can blow this any moment. You gotta hope this isn't something that's in their DNA, and that is a maturity thing, and they can they can evolve from. We'll talk a little bit more about what is lies ahead for this uh, team as well. Uh, but follow us on our YouTube channel for all our Celtics coverage, and of course, segment presented by Car Shield, America's number one auto protection company. Call eight hundred ka six thousand. Mention the code beat or visit carshield.com. Celtics got beat. They got <laughs> beat. Use the code BEAT because they beat us. Yeah. <laughs> Save 10%, okay? Beat, beat. Beat. Uh, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, thanks for watching.